Good morning. We have two readings this morning. Our first reading is from the book of Proverbs, from chapter 10, verses 3 to 5. And you can find that in the church Bibles on page 643. Page 643. And that's Proverbs, chapter 10, starting at verse 3. The Lord does not... Let the righteousness go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. He who gathers crops in the summer is a pudent son, but he who sleeps during the harvest is a disgraceful son. Our second reading this morning is from the New Testament from the book of Philippians. And you can find this reading on page 1180 in the Church Bibles. And that's Philippians chapter 4. We're going to start at verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Katie. Uh-huh. Hi. Uh, could you just help me move some of these bags out of the way. I'm worried there's so many donations, people might trip over. Can you just give me a hand with this? Nah, nap time. Yeah, but Katie, Katie, this, I've been looking forward to this. The church has been super generous. This is harvest. We need to move it. Can you give me a hand? Too tired, Pete. Katie, that reminds me. You put a cake in the oven, do you remember? And you oh, told me yeah. to set a timer so that when it was ready you could take it out. Um, where is it? You should do that now. Nah. Tired. Tired? 
Mm. But Katie, you've done all the hard work. The cake is in the oven. All you have to do is take it out. What, what, what do we do? Mm. No. Katie, t today is the day of your holiday. This is why you've got your suitcase, oh, right? Yeah, I packed. When's your train? When are you going? Oh, uh, three minutes. Three minutes from the train station. Yeah. We have to go. We have to get you there. Should we get get ready to go? Because it's time, isn't it? Time for the holiday. Come no, on. No, I can't on. be bothered. It's too much effort. What's going on holiday? And it's too much effort. What's going on? Seems to me. Katie is being a sluggard. A sluggard is the Bible's word for a very lazy person. Can you say it with me? Sluggard. That's right. Look at oh. her there. Unbelievable. In the Bible, we've been looking at Proverbs together with the grown-ups. And Proverbs is the book in the Bible that particularly teaches us about work and not being lazy. And it says... There'd be a sluggard. And in the bit of the Bible that Nathaniel read really well, there are three proverbs. If you have a Bible, you might like to have it open on your lap. just want to look at each of these three proverbs with you on Harvest Sunday, and you'll see that they, they are about the harvest. <laughs> the first proverb, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 3 for today, it says... The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. And overall, I want to show you that harvests come from hard work. Harvests come from hard work. And here's the first of the three. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry. Now, you might read that, and if you're thoughtful, you might think, um, but he does sometimes, doesn't he? So what's going on with that, Lord? Of course, remember that Proverbs talks about probabilities, not promises. We've seen that with the grown-ups in weeks gone by. Probabilities, not promises. But in general, it says, the righteous person is hard-working. They're not a sluggard. And if you're hard-working, generally speaking, probably, in principle, you won't go hungry. There's a pastor in South Korea. And in South Korea, they've had the most amazing movement of the Holy Spirit. Loads of people have become Christians. And if I spin my globe here... And I look for South Korea in East Asia. Loads of people have become Christians in the last 50 years. And there's a pastor there that actually says to his church, if you become a Christian, you will be richer. Mm. That sounds strange, doesn't it? I see some of you twitching with discomfort, and you're right. You're right. You've been reading your Bible. That's a bit odd. That could be a prosperity gospel. That could suggest that God is just going to bless you with material wealth. But in context, what he's saying is, if you're a Christian, God will teach you to work hard, not be a sluggard. And in general, in principle, you have more food than otherwise if you were left to your own devices. So the Lord, he says the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, and that has to meet our ears in Proverbs. <laughs> still sleeping, still sleeping over there. If you're interested, then the Lord adds two other books in the Bible. They're called Job and Ecclesiastes, and they're part of the wisdom literature. And they're books that mess with the probabilities. And they say, yeah, but what happens when they're suffering? And let's talk about this, and let's talk about how futile everything can be. So they're in the Bible too, as well as Proverbs. But the righteous are fed by the Lord. 
And while we're on this first proverb, let me just say, one way the, the Lord feeds the righteous is through hard work, another way is through the church. And it, it really is it's very moving to me to see that we're able just to give a little bit away, because we're going into a hard winter, aren't we? The, the costs are rising and it's, it's difficult and we feel the pinch. But the Lord cares for his people through the church. And so it, it, it's, it's wonderful if whenever the Lord does give us a bit more, we're able to give it away and, and care for those around us. That's one other way the Lord feeds the righteous. We're going to keep the hygiene bank drop-off point open this winter. That's the yellow box at the back. So if you do find yourself with a bit extra, you can put hygiene products in there and then we, they get distributed to, to people in the borough who can't afford the basic hygiene needs. So that's our first proverb. You ready for the next one? You might be able to see it in your Bible. It says this. Verse 4, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. So in one of my first ever jobs, I wasn't always a pastor. One of my first ever jobs was in an egg packing factory. And uh, it was the hardest physical work I've ever done. It didn't sound very hard to pack eggs, but like, it was. Um, the eggs would come down the conveyor belt in their cartons, and it was my job and a bunch of other people in the, in the factory to take the cartons, and we had to put them in a bigger box, and then the bigger box would get picked up by a forklift truck, and they'd get put on the lorry like that. It was backbreaking because the whole day, I mean, I'm, I'm tall, so it didn't help, but the whole day was egg, putting egg cartons into the box, and then putting some more egg cartons into the box, and the whole day went like that, and they keep coming on the conveyor belt, so you can't stop because otherwise the eggs will smash on the floor, and it's really stressful, so you just have to keep putting the eggs in the box. And for the whole day in this factory, the whole first day, I thought, not only is this really hard work, but nobody likes me around here because nobody's talking to me. And so I'd go to my break in the canteen, or I'd have my lunch. No one would talk to me. Oh, I get that sometimes. <laughs> but I thought, this is weird. And at the end of the day, there's this bell that rings for the end of the shift, and it means that everyone can go home. So we all walked out of the factory, and for the first time, somebody spoke to me. And these two women spoke to me in their, in their Oxfordshire country accents, where I grew up, and they said, you've done well, Peter, you've done well. And I realized they were watching me all day to see if I worked hard. Because they don't want to put up with people who are slack, lazy in their factory, because they're all there to work. And at the end of the day, I got my little reward. You've done well. You did all right. <laughs> you see, it says in the Bible, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. So we don't want to be like sluggard over here, do we? <laughs> Sleeping when there's a cake to be taken out of the oven or a holiday to go on. There she is. God calls us to be hard workers. And then third, th third and final proverb today is in verse 5. It says, He who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. So I think of this like saying, the righteous, God teaches you to, to work smart or to work in a timely way. Because there's a time to work, and, and if you're on a farm, it's during harvest. When I, another job I had was working at another church before St. Paul's, and I remember the pastor saying to us all, as we got to a mission week during the year, we, we were going to have a real attempt to tell people about Jesus during this mission week, and he, he got us together and he said, look guys, there are times in the year when you get more rest, and there are times in the year when you can sleep a bit longer, and you can take it a bit more easy. This is not one of those weeks. He said, I need you all to work hard this week because this is the most important work. We're going to tell people about Jesus. Are you up for it? 
So yeah, that's what I really want to do. And sure enough, it was really hard and it was brilliant. So he or she who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. You might have a job, or you might go to school, or you might have a routine where you know there are times when it's, it's, that's the hard time. That's the phase of the day, that's the phase of the year when I cannot sleep or rest. I've just got to get to it. And you know that you can't slacken off or sleep during then. Katie, you know, it was busy and we ne I needed her help and she was sleeping. But God calls us to work in a timely way, a smart way. We've got to know when it's harvest time. He who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. And we're saying that harvests come from hard work. Let me finish by showing you this beautiful picture I've got. I love this picture. It's by um, an artist called Holman Hunt. Can you see this? And this is actually in Leeds, in an art gallery in Leeds. And William Holman Hunt, and he hits is a picture of Jesus, and he's imagining Jesus working in his carpenter's workshop. Can you see that at the back? <clears throat> and you can see Jesus, he's stretching at the end of the long day, and he's getting the evening sunlight on him. And can you see all around his feet there's wood shavings, because as far as we know in the Bible, Jesus was a carpenter, like his dad, for probably 20 years. Hard work. He's got his tools here that he's been using. He's been making some furniture. There's someone here in his family who's been working with him, and he's, and he's stretching because he's done hard work. Harvests come from hard work. But can anybody see the shadow in the picture? Can you see that, kids? Where's the shadow? Point to me. It's behind him. Can you see that? Can you see the shadow? And the shadow, as Jesus stretch, stretches at the end of his long day in the carpentry workshop, he makes the shadow of the cross on the tool rack behind him. Can you see? And the artist is getting us to think, Jesus' hard work, it wasn't just at the workbench. The hardest work of all, the biggest harvest of all, came when Jesus Christ, the righteous son, harvested souls. So he put in all the hard work that you and I couldn't put in. And the harvest was massive. It was the biggest harvest ever. Because he brought in people for God. And so we're supposed to imagine here the great harvest day when Jesus dies on the cross. And you remember when the night before Jesus did his hardest work, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was praying, he was asking God to give him the strength to do the work. And what were the other friends doing? Anyone remember? They were sleeping. He who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son, but Jesus is this righteous son who brings in the harvest. And maybe today God is calling you to some sort of hard work in imitation of your Lord Jesus who did the great work for you. Now, as we finish, <clears throat> I don't know how this lands with you, okay? So I want you to be careful with this because God calls us to hard work, but you may be exhausted. So if you're exhausted for some good, righteous, godly work, I don't want to lay this on you and say, Boof, work even harder. I want you to hear Jesus' call to come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Some of you work really hard for the Lord and my job as a pastor is to tell you to rest. On the other hand, maybe you need to hear the word of the Lord today. Harvests come from hard work. You want to harvest in your life. Work hard like your Lord does for you. God put you on this, his planet to work so gather your crops in summer. Let's pray together. Should we put our hands together?
Everyone down at the front, should we put our hands together? Almighty God, our Father, thank you for our Lord Jesus, the righteous Son. We, we are, our hearts are full of praise for him, and we pray that we would imitate him. We want to be those who can work hard for a good harvest. And please teach us that day by day, year by year, harvest by harvest. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.